Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Tim Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. All right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today on Cooking in the Dark. Man, Easter's getting close, Tim. It's almost Holy Week. It Woo! is. Palm Sunday is coming. Cooking in the Dark, y'all. Oh, we're cooking today. We're going to be making a... Uh, a microwave banana pudding that came to us from across the pond. Um, it came from Susan, who's on the cooking in the dark list. But we're going to be doing, um, in honor of Easter coming and Lent and all that stuff, we're going to be doing some fried fish in the air fryer. This is some of our beautiful rockfish that comes from Alaska. But man, I get cod, I get rockfish, and I get halibut, all in six-ounce packages, vacuum-packed and flash-frozen. Okay, so it, when it arrives at my door all the way down here in Texas... It's still frozen. All right, Tim. I think that's all out of the way, man. So I think we're ready to start cooking. What do you think of that microwave recipe? You see that? You read it? Oh, that you mean the one for the uh, the pudding? Yes. That sounds yummy. It does. Doesn't yummy. It? it does. Yummy man. and I'm easy. I like that. that. Yummy and as, easy. As, as a matter of fact, y'all, I test drove that recipe and it was so good. I was like, man, I'm gonna make that again. And it was so easy. We're gonna make it again. <laughs> so good stuff, man. Good stuff. So uh, this guy, uh, this guy and his wife, his wife's one of them naggers, you know, nag, 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 gripe, 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 all the time. Just said, wore him out. They went to Jerusalem on vacation. And while they were over there, oh, she passed away, got ill and passed away over there. And he was, oh, so heartbroken, man, beside himself and making arrangements and, you know, talking and getting stuff. I mean, they, they, he was told, um, look, we can, uh, we can. Send her home, ship her home. It's going to cost ten thousand dollars to send her home. Or you can uh, you can have her bury here. So send her home was ten grand, or to bury her there was one hundred and fifty dollars. And he goes, he thought about it, and he goes, you know, I think we're going to just send her home. And and the the little guy was like, wow, why? You know, it's one hundred and fifty dollars to have her buried here in the Holy Land. What what an honor. And he goes, yeah, I know, man, but I'm kind of worried about that, you know, because. There, were, there was a, a guy that died here, and he was buried. And, and three days later, he rose. I don't think I can take that chance. <laughs> All right, y'all. Cooking in the dark. We will be right back on the other side. Don't go anywhere. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. And banana pudding. Mm-mm-mm. This is uh, what I'm doing real quick here, Tim. I'm just chopping the butter up in the bowl 
Yeah. I've got a, the recipe calls for us to melt one stick of butter, uh, half a cup. That's one stick. So I'm just kind of chopping it up in the bowl here in the smaller hunks. And uh, so we can microwave that down. This is such a cool recipe, and it's so good, y'all. My goodness, is it good. Okay, so I've got that done. Why don't you go ahead and read that recipe, Timbo? I'm going to get ready to make some self-rising flour, because the recipe calls for self-rising flour, too. And I'm going to show you what to do when you think, realize, I don't have self-rising flour. Oh, yeah. Don't freak out. It's no big deal. And you'll probably, after we do this, you'll probably never have to buy self-rising flour again. Yeah, no, that's All right. pretty cool. All right, so... Got my hands all clean. Go ahead, Here we go. One half cup butter softened. Two ripe bananas. One third cup brown sugar. Three quarters cup self-rising flour. And here's the key. Add one and one half teaspoon and four teaspoons salt to all-purpose flour for self-rising flour. So. Yeah, for self-rising flour, you want to add one and a half. It's one and a half teaspoons of baking powder Yes. to one cup of flour. Yeah. And one quarter cup salt yeah. to one cup of flour. That makes one cup of, of self-rising flour. So what I've got here, I've got my... Um, our little all-purpose, our little manual food processor. I'm going to mix that up with. I'm going to do that real quick while Tim finishes reading the ingredients. Right. So, um, two teaspoons ground cinnamon, two eggs, two tablespoons milk, and some powdered sugar. So those are all the uh, those are all the ingredients. That's it, man. That's, That's it. it. Quick and easy, y'all. So. Let me get my flour here. I'm going to put it in the little all-purpose in our all-purpose all-purpose flour going into the manual food processor. I've got the uh, the paddle in here, so we're just going to mix this up. We're getting low on flour. That's a good thing. Okay, twink. There's that. I'm using a quarter cup measuring cup instead of using a half and then a blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just using it three times. Three times a quarter is a quarter. Now, when I made this last time, I just went ahead and added a full teaspoon and a half of baking powder. Because I've got this set of teaspoons, or measuring spoons that I've got, has uh, a one teaspoon and a one and a half teaspoon. So that's what I'm just using. Doink. Here's our baking powder. So I'm just dropping that into this manual food processor like that. Okay. So I'm just flipping this this batter around a little bit. Well, batter this flour with the with the baking powder and salt in it to kind of combine it, mix it all together. I'm going to throw our butter in the microwave. I'm going to microwave it on high for two minutes. To get it melted. 
while it's melting, let me get our bananas over here. We're going to peel those. Now, these bananas have been sitting here ripening for a week and a half. The riper you get them, the nastier they look, the uglier they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the more banana-y they taste, though. The more flavor they get, man. Yeah. Oh, these are pretty soft. Not quite liquidy soft, but ooh. yeah, I can smell that already. I mean, you can probably smell it. If we had smell of vision, man, Tim, oh, you'd yeah. be going, man, those, just those are banana y. Yeah. <laughs> those are pretty banana y. Let me get our potato masher ready here. We're cool there. So we've got our flour. We're going to have to add a third cup of brown sugar to this mixture once it comes out. First thing we're gonna do is get our bananas in there and mash them. Mash them in the butter. Then we're gonna add in everything else. I'm thinking about debating, man. I think I might add cocoa to this. We'll see. Oh, that would be nice. a little chocolate. That's like, banana. That's like when you used to make uh, banana bread and you add a little chocolate chips. You'd add a little chocolate oh, chips yeah. to the mixture. That was really good too. Okay, it took about a minute and a half here to melt our butter. So we're good and melted there. Get the bananas in here and get them mashed up. Get our paper masher out of the way. <sighs> so y'all, I'm in. I'm working, working, working on, on some stuff. Trying to man, I've been trying to work on being a good Christian, you know. Woo! But whew, I don't like it when people take advantage of me. You know, when people kind of bean to us, whatever. I just, oh, I have a hard time with that, y'all. I've been working on that, trying to be more understanding, trying to be more loving, trying to be more forgiving. You know, I mean, what do y'all do? What do you do when somebody crosses you, you know, takes advantage of you? I mean, it is so hard to not want to get even, you know? But, gosh. It's hard, brother. It's hard, man. Because, man, when you forgive people, you know this, Tim. When you forgive people, you you free you free somebody from the prison. You know, you free them from that from all that nonsense. And the person you're freeing is yourself. And when you forgive somebody, you're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for yourself. Because when you start carrying all that rage around, all that anger, all that man, wanting to get even, all that nonsense. I mean, it leads you to sin more because then what do you do? You start talking about them, you know? Start spreading bad rumors about them, telling people, you know, just forgive them, forget it, and move on down the road. And that's where I've been, man. That's where I've been working on. And we've got an issue here. A crazy mailman now refuses to pick our packages up, thinking, hey, you got sighted people. They can take them, you know? And he told me, well, you know, companies pay to have their stuff picked up. Okay, no, they don't. They pay to have it picked up at a certain time. I mean, you're the post office. You're a postal carrier. It's your job to carry mail. You know, it's your job. Yeah, really? Oh. I mean, my gosh. Oh, man. I mean, the old Dale, whoo. The old Dale wants to whoop him. But the new Dale, nope, nope, nope. We're trying to just say prayers for him, man. Praying prayers for him. Hoping he finds his way. Yeah, y'all. So, whoo. So, with Easter coming and stuff, I've been doing a lot of praying and Trying to, trying to be good. 
It's hard, brother Tim. It's hard, man. (laughs) So here we go, man. I've got our bananas mashed up. We've added our third cup of of brown sugar in here. Let me wash this bowl out, wash my hands off real quick. Got that in there. Let's see, what else we need to add here? We need to add a little uh, flour. I'm going to get that added here. Take the lid off of our, take the paddle attachment out where we did our flour mixture. Woohoo! This little manual food processor is pretty cool, dude. I like it. Oh yeah, is that is that the one that uh, that's the one where you? It's got the different gears, and you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you can go in low gear. Low gear. So every time you turn the handle, it spins the paddle or the blade inside four times, or it's got high gear. <laughs> oh man, that's the dangerous high gear is eight one. times. Yeah, that's yeah, the man. You got to remember. You got to remember that every time you turn it, it's eight times in there. So you, man, I was wah, 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 whipping that dude around, whipping some eggs up. Man, I had stuff going every which direction. Like, oh, oh my, my god, what am I doing? Come back, Shane. <laughs> oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. Okay. Get this, I'm getting the bacon powder and the powdered sh- or the brown sugar out of the way. I'm thinking powdered sugar already, man. I'm thinking we're at the end of the road. Let's get that on. I know. Man, isn't it nice that the price of eggs now has come down? Not like, whew, they're almost as expensive as somebody made the comparison. You know, eggs are like golf balls, man, because you buy both of them in dozens. You're only, within a week, you're going back to get more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're expensive. Okay, two eggs, flour, self-rising flour, bananas, the butter, the powdered sugar. I need to add two uh, tablespoons of milk. Put my measuring spoons up. I need to get them back out. There's the tea. And that was perfect. There was just about two tablespoons left in that gallon jug. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we can rinse that dude out, put him out for recycling. Save the planet and all that stuff. All right. So let me see, man. What am I forgetting? Oh, yeah, we're forgetting the cinnamon. Get the measuring spoons back out. After I just put them up. What do we need? Two, two teaspoons, teaspoons, right? Yeah, two teaspoons. Two teaspoons. Some cinnamon. And I don't think I'm going to add. The uh, chocolata. I didn't get it out ahead of time. Should have put the old cinnamon in with the flour and mix that all up together. That's all right. We're good. All right. Here we go. Cinnamon in. I almost dropped the measuring spoon. That was that. Oh, grunt. <laughs> Don't be dropping stuff. It always bounces in some place where you can't find it. All right. So let me run through run through the recipe with me one more time, man. I'm doing it from memory. Um, I think I've got everything in there, though. All right. So you got the half a cup butter. Got that. You got the bananas. 
Got the manners. Got the third cup brown sugar. Oh, yeah, got that. Yep. And the three quarters cup self-rising flour that you created by adding in the the salt and the baking powder. Yeah, got that. Yeah. And the two teaspoons ground cinnamon. Got that. Two eggs. Got it. The two tablespoons of milk. Got it. I think you got everything. All right, man. So now we're just going to mix this up, y'all. Mix it up, mix it up, mix it up. Kind of stir it up. It makes kind of like a kind of, you end up getting kind of a thickish cake batter type feeling here. I just want to make sure I get everything mixed up well. Get the bananas mixed in. So I'm kind of going through the bottom and folding it up and over. Stirring it around. Scraping it off the sides. Well, I bet you're All smelling right. those, uh, I bet you're smelling those bananas. The bananas are alive, man. They are that. Yeah. Fiend. Yeah, I was talking to the guy the other day, man. Him and his wife, they were going to St. Kitts. And I was like, right on, man. Oh, nice. St. Kitts is a little island where they have these little green monkeys. You see them sitting on the side of the road all over the place. But Candace and I were seeing some articles and stuff one time about all these monkeys that were alcoholics, man. They come steal your drink. You'd be on the beach with your drink. They'd sneak up and steal it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but there were some, I mean, and they're just like humans, there were some that would not drink out. If they were given water or, or booze, they would pick the, the water. Wow. Or some would take the booze. Right. Or some would drink both. Wow. You know? Or some would drink one drink and then just water, you know? So I was like, wow, look at that. I mean, they aren't too far from, primates are not too far from being having some of the traits of, of us. Yeah. All right. But nastiness, I mean, man, humans are the meanest people. They're the meanest animals. They're <laughs> yeah. the most, <laughs> most vengeful, aren't we? Yeah. Man, we are. We're so vengeful and ah, just nasty, man. Social media next door and stuff, people always, ah, they're so mean to people. I'm like, golly. All right. Okay, so in the microwave for eight minutes. So you want to make sure I'm using a glass quart and a half Pyrex dish, kind of a casserole dish type thing. You want to make sure you use something microwave safe. I like it in this because I can cut it out of this. And uh, I mean, basically once it's made in here, let me clear that and make sure I got an eight. Eight. Okay. That's going, man. Eight minutes. It'll be done in a jiffy jiffy. So we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back on the other side. Do not go anywhere. This is cooking in the dark. Banana pudding we just made in the microwave. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. Let me see what's going on here. Our bread pudding, 
Our microwave banana pudding is almost done. There it is. Woohoo. Let me get my grips mitts here so I can take that hot bowl out. Man, I can smell it. It smells so good, Tim. And I know what it tastes like. It's so good. Very banana-y. Yeah, there's a little restaurant near us, uh, kind of an upscale joint, you know, seafood and whatnot. Nice place that we go to a lot for birthdays and anniversaries and whatnot. And, and uh, if it's your birthday in there, you get a free bread pudding. Man, they make them fresh every day. The first time Candace and I had it, we were just, yeah, we'll just have a couple bites and we'll take it home, you know. Whew, we were like, we ate that whole, ate that whole dude, man. Oh, yeah. So, man, our... Our bread pudding, it puffed up nice. It's touching. It's firm. Let me put a toothpick in it. Make sure we're, it comes out clean and we'll be done. I think it will be clean. Yeah, came out clean. Perfect. That is done. We're just let that cool. So now we're going to do a little fried fish. This is a pretty, pretty easy recipe. Um, you get some milk. I need to make a little dredge here. So I'm going to use an egg and about a quarter cup of milk. Pour it in this here bowl. I've got some crispy fish fry. Oh, nice. That we're going to be using. And I'm going to double it up. Sometimes I'll use flour, dredge it in flour, and then in the dredge, go back into our, you know, our milk and egg, and then go back to our batter, breadcrumbs, you know, whatever we do, crackers. Right. Any of that. Because I tell you all what, man, if you don't, if you don't have breadcrumbs, um, gosh, you can't really beat crackers oh yeah just all like crushed up crush them up golly you got a little salt in there it's ah they come out delectably delicious too get a fork here so i can mess up so a quarter cup of milk y'all one egg i was debating about two eggs but i've only got a couple little fish fillets here that i'm going to do if i were doing more i'd maybe go a half a cup of milk and probably three eggs make more of a wash now I'm going to take the fish fry and put it in it's in a Ziploc bag so it's ready to rock just try to cut down on messes y'all you know as much as possible let me get a plate out here and I'm going to get our air fryer cranked up we want um, 390 on it. Okay. Get that heating up. We start getting our fish ready here. So I'm going to take a piece of fish with my left hand. Put it in our wash. Oh, excuse me, that was my right hand. 
Uh, Dale, you know your left and your right. Got to go back no. to nursery school, Dale. I know, man. Go back to kindergarten. Okay. So I'm just shaking that batter, just shaking it up so the batter gets all over it. I'm going to take our other piece of fish here. Well, these are nice big fillets. This must be halibut. Halibut kind of comes out in like steaks, if you will. Now I'm using my left hand this time. It is my left hand. And I'm reaching in and pulling that piece of fish out because it's dry now. It's not wet. So now my right hand is the hand that's staying with the wet stuff. And we're going back in. Shake it up, baby. Shake it up. Twist and shout. Okay. I just took our fish out, out of the, and put it back in the wash. I'm going back in the bag with our fish fry. Shake it up again. So this is going to be a double coating. Rinse my hand off here. All right. Plop that down. I usually measure out a cup or to a cup and a half of fish fry into the bag, but this was getting pretty low, so there wasn't much left in it. Obviously not the first time I've used it. Okay, so our other filet doing the same thing. I just put it back into the egg wash, the egg and the, the milk, and then back into the to the fish fry, and I'm coating it up again. So we get a really nice coating. Boy, that's about using it all up there, Timmy. Right. Wow. So I'm just setting it off to the side there. Let it rest there for a minute. There's one little piece of fish here. So I want to... can't let that go to waste. Came all the way from Alaska to be eaten. <laughs> yeah. But I love the fact that it comes vacuum-packed in bag, you know, in packages. And then they always give you options, too, when you order. You can order crab or you can order sometimes shrimp or if you're salmon. I can't eat salmon because of the purines. You know, it aggravates my the gout that I suffer from. But you can get smoked salmon, too, Tim. Oh, Cold nice. smoked salmon. Nice. The cold smoking is slow, so it doesn't really cook the salmon. You know, it doesn't take long for fish to cook. Fish is pretty quick. All right. Here's our last little bitty. And when I say little piece, boy, this is a little bitty piece. But it's going to go in the fryer. I think our air fryer is good. So again, y'all, this is just one egg and a quarter cup of milk. I'm doing two fillets. These are six-ounce fillets. They're probably about five inches long and probably about an inch and a half cubed, you know? So it's a, kind of like a, a uh, maybe a two-inch wide. Yeah, maybe two inches by an inch and a half by an inch and a half steak. I mean, about five inches long. 
They're going to be so good. So we're going to go in the air fryer. We're going to let them fry for just about six minutes. Being that these are so thick, after six minutes, I'm going to turn them, turn them over just to kind of rearrange them a little bit, you know, like you do in an air fryer. And then let them fry for another six minutes? Yeah, and I'm going to turn the temperature down. Oh, okay. So this first, this first shot, I want to get them in here and get them, uh, get them kind of hit hard with, so they, they get crisped up, Yeah, get crispy. And then we'll turn it down a little bit. You know, when they get crispy and kind of hard, they get that shell. Yeah, the coating. It. Yeah. The coating. That's it, man. So they kind of stay stay hot and fresh. So, hey, we're going to take a break real quick. Uh, we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark in about four minutes. So don't go anywhere. That's four minutes our time. That won't be four minutes your time. Stick around. Listen to a couple of these ads. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. Our fish has been frying for just about six minutes at 390. I'm going to pull the basket out here, reach in. Oh, yeah, nice and crispy. I'm just turning it over. There's that little piece. I'm going to flip him over, too. So now I'm going to turn the temperature down to about 350. And again, using this manual one, I know that's about 2 o'clock, point the little knob, there's 300, so there's about 2, 2.30 or so, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock's 400, so about 2 o'clock, tens where we're going. Okay. We're going to let it go about another 5 minutes, and that's going to help it cook on the inside. Because again, fish, y'all, doesn't take long to cook. It's super easy to overcook it, so if you're cooking it for the first time, you want to kind of watch it and get to know it. And the thickness, these being these thick fillets, like I was talking about, you know, almost an inch and a half thick, they, um, they'll cook a little bit, take a little bit longer to cook them. Now that rockfish comes out in real thin fillets, almost like a veal cutlet type thing, you know, pretty thin. So it doesn't take those long to, to air fry at all. Man, they come out crispy and delicious also. Let me check our bread pudding over here real quick. Oh, man springy and it's going to be delicious i know it is let me run a knife around it i'm gonna run a knife around the edge of the around the edge of the baking dish y'all wow just doing that that just released the oh so it's not sticking to the sides the aroma yeah. yeah i don't want it to stick to the sides but it might stick to the bottom a little bit but there's a lot of butter down there so maybe not too bad Okay, I can't help it. I'm going to have to cut me a little hunk of this out. Uh-oh, here we go. Just a little piece, man. About the thickness of a knife blade. Hmm. Still hot. Ah, that is delicious. Wow. It's like eating sponge cake is what it tastes like. You put know? a little, uh... Pot, well, they, they say they must put a little powdered sugar on it, or you could put a little 
you know, Cool Whip or something on top of it. Or, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, it's pretty dang good just the way it is. Wow. But yeah, you put some ice cream on it, serve it warm. Put, say, and sprinkle a little powdered sugar over the top. Uh, you can do that in individual slices. Once you get, get it sliced, definitely need some milk. To, yeah, a little powdered sugar on top, some caramel. Some Cool Whip ice cream. Ah, it's all good. Sounds delicious. But what a quick little dessert, y'all. And so it took no time at all. And finish eating this little piece so it doesn't go to waste. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've just got a couple more minutes on our fish while it's frying up. Hey, Tim, why don't you uh, go ahead? We'll just kind of squeeze the end in here. We'll start the ending right now of the show so you don't have to come back and listen to that. Why don't you uh, play? Uh, play. <laughs> why don't you go ahead and read the, read the bread, oh, the bread pudding recipe, recipe one more time? Yeah, okay, good idea. Microwave banana pudding. So for the ingredients, we need half a cup of butter softened, two ripe bananas, a third cup brown sugar, three quarters cup self-rising flour. And if you don't have self-rising flour, today you learned how to make some. You just take three quarters a cup of regular flour and add one and a half teaspoons teaspoons, of baking powder and a quarter teaspoon of salt. Yeah, to every cup. Now, in this recipe, y'all, I just did it to the three-quarters cup, and it really puffed up nice. Couldn't hurt it. Yeah. And then you need two, two teaspoons ground cinnamon, two eggs, two tablespoons of milk, and some powdered sugar for the finally if you want to sprinkle it on uh, top. That's right. That's it, y'all. I mean, super easy. So you want to, I chopped up the, uh, the butter into smaller hunks, put it in the microwave and nuked it for, I put it in there for two minutes, but it only took about a minute to get softened up and melted. Um, I came back with bananas, peeled those and mashed them. And again, you want some ripe bananas. You know, and that's something you can do with old bananas, too. Don't throw them out. Throw them in the freezer. Put them in a Ziploc and toss them in the freezer. They're great to use for banana bread or or banana pancakes or banana pudding. Microwave banana pudding, as a matter of fact. Super easy, man. So uh, after we mash up the bananas, I added in the flour that we had modified. You know, we used the the manual food processor with the paddle attachment in there to, to kind of sift together, whisk together if you will, um, the uh, baking powder, the salt, and the flour. And add your cinnamon to that, too, You know, if you're doing it that way, your two tablespoons of cinnamon. That'll get all those dry ingredients mixed up really nicely. So I dump that in with the, the brown sugar, the bananas, the butter, the flour, added the eggs, the two tablespoons of milk. And for the two tablespoons of milk, I just used a tablespoon a regular tablespoon, but I got lucky. My gallon of milk was almost empty, so it was pretty easy to pour. You could pour that into another measuring cup, maybe a half-cup measuring cup, and then scoop out 
two tablespoons of milk out of that and then pour what is left in your measuring cup back into your jug so you don't spill and make a big mess because it is kind of hard to pour that in there. Um, I mixed all that up really well with a spoon, just a wooden spoon, just stirred and mixed, stirred and mixed, stirred and mixed until it was mixed up really well. Tossed it back in the microwave for eight minutes on high and ba-bang, there it was, bread pudding, banana bread pudding, delicious. Pulled it out, let it cool. After about five minutes, ten minutes of cooling, I ran a knife around the outside edge and cut a little sample out for the chef, for the cook. <laughs> Just to make sure it was delicious. All right, hey, man, our fish is done, Tim. Yummy, man, yummy. Turn that off, pull this out. Oh, yeah, crispy, 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 and hot, hot, hot. You know, just for grins, let me get the talking cooking thermometer out here. I'm going to see what the internal temperature is. Oh, I bet it's nice and hot inside there. <laughs> Yeah. I hope not too hot. We'll see. The talking cooking thermometer, y'all. You need to get one of these. Eight internal temperatures. Whoop, didn't need that. Okay, 131. That is excellent. Fish, you don't want to cook too hot. 130 to 140 is great, man. You know, I mean, um, when you figure 150 of red meat is well done, you know, turkey, chicken, you want to cook to 165, pork about 150 also, fish between 130 and 140, we're rocking. Perfectio, time to eat. So for the fish, y'all, we just use crispy fish fry. Put about a, that was probably about a cup of it into a Ziploc bag. I took a quarter cup of milk and one egg and whisked that together with a fork. So I had a nice little egg wash. I dipped my fish in the egg wash into the Ziploc bag with the the fish fry, shook it up, took it out back into the, the egg wash, back into the bag. So I double coated it, took it out, put it on a plate, did the next piece. And then we fried it at 390 for about six and a half minutes. Then I turned the temperature down to 350 and we fried it another six minutes. That was it, man. Perfect. We're done. Delicious. Hey, happy Easter, y'all. Here comes, remember, Palm Sunday starts April the 2nd. All right, for Cheryl Cummings, who's on location today, she's out. He's Tim Cummings, the magic man. I'm Dale Campbell, the dude with the food. This is Cooking in the Dark. God bless you. God keep you. God keep you all safe. And we'll see you next week. And hey, we've got a special guest next week. You don't want to miss it. I won't be cooking, but somebody else will. You'll have to come back to see who it is. We're out. AMF. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.